Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Once again, Midflight Brawl is brought to you by our good mates at Heaps Normal. Delicious, independent, non-alcoholic beer. They are killing the game, Heggy. World Championship winning beers are now I know. just in time for this bloody chilly winter, mate. A new stout. A coffee stout. Just in time for dry July, if that's your thing. If you're a bit of a follower, can't just do your own month somewhere. Do the dry July. If you're a peer group kind of dude, get on the heaps as temper the the the, uh, the fall. Mm. And raise money that some middleman will take a cut of for something. Oh, is that one of those? Is that like those guys who invented the mustache getting around in Ferraris? Is dry <laughs> July a... Um, I don't know. Is that a cash grab? Everything's a cash grab, but like is there someone... Who's taken filching cash off that? I'll I'll say no. Having just recently done a radio coach training, and what is defamation? I'll say no. I'll say everyone's great, and they <laughs> well, are not mentioning someone's name. You can't even mention that someone's a greedy fucking turd and not mention their name, and you're still in trouble. Is that the is it where maybe, we are now? Maybe if if you leave long enough of a gap in between, you're just on it too quick. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's. Uh... You're like the greyhound that catches the rabbit too much. It's meant to be a bit of a gap. Make it fair. But if you're looking to have a bit of time off booze or just looking to break up some big nights with a delicious non-alcoholic beer, you know the one to get. Heaps Normal. Get to heapsnormal.com. Chuck duty free in at checkout. And don't do dry July. Just have a fucking break when you need one. Don't make it a big yeah, fucking song and exactly. dance. I'd be a sheep. <laughs> sheeple. You're all sheeple. I can see that on your T-shirt, Heggy. Nice. <sighs> Hey, I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. Throughout human history, there have been countless scuffles, melees and fracasses. When planes were invented, we didn't magically just stop belting the shit out of each other. So ladies and gentlemen, strap in, kick your shoes off, recline your seat without checking, drink your duty free and start staring aggressively at strangers. This is Mid-Flight Brawl. Mid-air madness, passengers trading blows. Mid-air brawl on board a scoot flight from the Gulf At LAX, thrown off a flight from Bali. A disruptive passenger on board. Cussing, screaming, spitting, even urinating. Many of them have been captured on cell phones. Where's the lady that started the... Out this crashes. Out the fucking door! Welcome to Mid-Fly Brawl. Any tip rat can fly now, and here's what happens when they do. I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. What a week, mate. Oh. oh, mate, I'm I'm so sorry. Two, two massive ones for you, mate. Like a rainbow fading in the twinkling of an eye. Gone too soon. That's the worst one. Two blokes off your Shane Warne style backyard mural. Well, I tell you, it doesn't pay if you get mentioned on this. Watch your back. Sometimes within minutes, a Land Larrikin's uh, <laughs> alumni will just disappear themselves off the earth. And uh, both of these dudes this week, Ted Kaczynski and um, Silvio Berlusconi, yeah. see us. Yeah. Go on. So don't end up on Land Larrikin's or you may end up dead soon. Bunga bunga parties and fucking bang bang mail. They had it all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> bunga, bunga, and bang, lads. bang. <laughs> bunga, and bu- bunga, bunga, and bang, bang. <laughs> what a duo getting up to heaven this week. Oh, Berlusconi, he's a cruise ship crooner, billionaire media tycoon prime minister. <laughs> Not much he couldn't do. Compared himself to Jesus once. Oh, did he? What a, what a dude. You got that yeah, I often do. I don't think there should be a, you know, you don't want to make too many rules to stop people from becoming the leader of a country, but. If you begin begin your business career in property development, I reckon that's worse. Yeah. That's worse than a felony. I reckon I can understand I, felony more than property development. Well, I mean the stats are in, and billionaires have never been great for countries, have they? When they're mm. in leadership roles, nah, no good. But he's gone. Oh mate, yeah, go on. Going. See you, buddy. 
He's gone. And Ted Kaczynski, mm. beautiful Heggy. Oh, yeah. And now you've you've got a, you know, is his house still up? His little shack in Montana? Can you? Uh, it's not in Montana. They, I don't know if it's a replica or the real thing. They they uh, helicoptered it out of there. Just, I oh, think that's right. It's, it's, some, it's inside a, a warehouse somewhere or it's a museum of some description. Mate, you should do like those tacky cunts recreating Scarface's um, entryway with the spa and the world is yours thing. Just build a build a Ted Kaczynski shack in the backyard. You could, you could build that in two days. It's pretty small. <laughs> it's about the size of a sauna. If I ever build a sauna, it's going to be in that style. It'll be exactly those dimensions. <laughs> with one lunatic in there, the exact dimensions of Ted Kaczynski <laughs> down to the person inside. Just a bloke steaming, <laughs> writing some awful stuff on paper. Oh, yeah. Uh, mate, I, things, by the way, things, I reading about his death, my favorite bit was it, that he got into the Harvard um he got into the Harvard book. What do you mean? Like his yearbook. Oh yeah. Yeah. I love that. Occupation, criminal. Yeah. <laughs> He's very, very talented, Ted, pre uh losing his mind. Although, you know, there's some childhood stuff. It wasn't great. Usually is. Um, big week otherwise, though, mate. A few little things flying through the door. Mate. The, uh, the PO box is full. Absolutely stuffed. The the first one, in a, it's not so much a mid-flight brawl incident, but it is an incident on a plane. And that's, um, mate, you're just having a shit run. Two of your favourite people dead. And now your favourite actor, Marlon Wayans, one of the Wayans brothers. There are um, there, there's about a ten Wayne's brothers, isn't there? Something along those lines. Yeah. There's quite a few. Marlon, yeah, I know there's Marlon, Sean, Keenan Ivory, Damon, Ivory. Dwayne. Dwayne and Damon. Dwayne and Damon. Dwayne Wayne's and Keenan Ivory. I reckon they got off the worst there. You reckon? They're pretty bad, aren't they? That's terrible names. But well, it's an was... incredibly talented family. Oh yeah. Thespians. Top to bottom triple threats, I reckon. Mm, yeah. um, he was flying from Denver to Kansas City and uh, they got told him to consolidate his luggage. I don't know what that meant. I assume he had too many different bags. He's put them all into one and then as he's getting on board, they went, great, you can check that here. We'll, this we'll is hand luggage. That. Yeah. And he just went, nah, just walked past, hopped on the plane, just sat down for half an hour. Why wouldn't you just let him take it and hold it for you? You get it at the other end. You don't even have to line up. Isn't that the way? Maybe he had a computer in there. You know me. I'm always, let's not start pointing fingers. Oh, Maybe yeah. he had some stuff in there that he wanted to hold on to for the flight. Well, I'd be going through it if someone did that. No, I've got to keep this bag with me at all times. Handcuff it to my wrist. Yeah, we'll give it here. We need to see it. It's got something <laughs> sus in there. Let's have a squeeze. Yep. Um, he said, uh, he put up an Instagram post about it and the caption, he said, man, the bullshit I'm experiencing at United is unprecedented bullshit. People taking advantage of their power. Bro claimed I had too many bags, so I complied and consolidated them. Consolidated them. He was like, oh, now you're going to have to check that bag. Bye. I'm in seat 2A. Come holler. <laughs> nice. <laughs> this sounds like you. Yeah. Also, also, telling them where you are on a plane is pretty good. Yeah. So, man, yeah. we know. <laughs> we, we got your ticket. Um, well, you can spot a weigh-ins. And he said, I'm writing a letter, dear Mr. At Scott Kirby, who must be a CEO or something up there. Oh, okay. But then he did shout out on Twitter. He's gone to another social media platform to shout out Charlene Huggins-McLean, the only United employee that tried to be helpful. Thank you, sis. You deserve a raise. The rest of you involved with this conflict ain't worth a damn. Bullying and harassment comes in all forms. That was abuse of inflated power. Why is the victim there for uh, not wanting to check a massive bag? Wait till I try it. They told me to fuck off. Then he wrote, agent, pick it on me. Asked me to consolidate my bags. I complied. Then he said, I have to check the bag. It was too big. At that point, I said, see, now you're just fucking with me. So I grabbed my ticket off the counter, got on the plane. (laughs) (laughs) I do do like that... uh, it's like getting caught for something in school and you just go back into the classroom after lunch. You go, fuck, if I can just get through fifth and sixth period and no one yeah, taps me on the shoulder, I, I might be all right. <laughs> but no, the principal is coming. <laughs> <laughs> he just walked on, sat on the plane as if they're going to go, ah, good point. 
Good point, yeah. Marlon. You tricked us. A friend of mine once uh, stood up on the back seat of a car and mooned a car beside him at the lights, but he didn't know, but it happened to be there was a family in there and oh, the dad who was driving not the went children. absolutely crazy. Not the children, exactly. And um, the, the dad got out of the car and came over and he just sat there, locked the door and just looked straight ahead and pretended he wasn't <laughs> getting yelled at. It's brilliant. <laughs> just completely as if it wasn't happening. It's fantastic. Had to just endure that for about 12 seconds and the light went green, off we went. Also, what a, what a loser of a dad. That if if someone mooned my my car with my kids in it, I'd I'd crash from laughing so hard. My kids, we'd all be laughing. It'd just be fucking. Maybe the bike didn't have boys because in my house it's all mooning and dick flicks. Yeah, well, it's te- would that be technically that'd be indecent exposure and assault and jail time oh, probably. Yeah, no? that's a mooning lot of a kid. Now. That's a lot of things, especially now. if if you can coach your kid into saying he saw a dangly. And then- uh, <laughs> Straight to the clink, that boy. Go on. Well, obviously, you have to fight that. Your defense has to be mental illness. That's the only, that's going to overcome those those things that have been thrown at you. Oh, you don't see people just flat hamming families if they're completely sane. <laughs> Got no problems there. Already, mental illness is on the cards. <laughs> Beautiful brain. No one's fault. Must be uh, fucking a lot of nil all draws in court now. Oh well. Oh, heaps. Yeah. Pretty good. Um, mate, the um the mailbox too has been getting some uh s- some correspondence from people on the inside. Ah. Oh, inside a big organization. Plain staff. Plain staff, we'll get to that one now. Uh the a bloke has messaged on messages me, fuck me. Fuck. Messages. Once I hit over a certain amount of 4.30 a.m., I fucking start melting. It's Tuesday, so two, yeah. Sen- sent us a message. Uh, he said, I'm a pilot for one of the big Aussie airlines and he wanted to tell us why they divert or continue to a destination following an in-flight event. Long story short, decision to divert is made by the pilot in command and in the absence of any other communication is based on safety first, passenger comfort second, and schedule slash cost third. Righto. Um, they've got those HF long-distance radio and sat phones so they can always talk with the company. Mm. So they'll always ask the company first because if they need to divert, the airport they divert to has to have the facilities to cope with the passengers, customs, immigration, ground staff, hotels, and even making sure, fuck, I didn't even think of this, that there's fuel available. Oh, okay. You could just land somewhere and there's no, there's no fucking petrol. Someone's got well, it. Underneath. Go, Shannon runways, it's just pure fuel, I reckon. <laughs> just a huge tank sitting there ready. It's discretionary though from what I can gather and you're still like the pilot. It's up to the pilot. So, yeah, there's a well, they said, he said one, safety thing. Yeah, no, one thing, crew duty hours. So pilots have a limit, most part, 12 hours for a single duty can be extended by a small amount. So if you're flying Sydney to Hong Kong, nine and a half hours and, and some, these are his words, some Muppet decides they want to star on your show. So it gets serious. They divert to Manila. On landing, will have burnt up eight and a half hours of flight time plus one and a half hours of duty time pre-flight for flight planning, getting the plane set up. Yeah. So straight off the bat, the crew are now at 10 hours. Now they have to get a bay. They've got to wait until cops get on board to kick them off. Then the crew, if it's getting close, if there's delays due to weather holding, delays, tarmac delay, like waiting for a gate or ground staff or fuel, mm. longer, longer, longer. Um, so he's just saying pretty much diverting last resort. Safety always yeah. comes first, but big cash dollars to divert that plane. Now we're cooking. Yep. Yeah. And he said, well, it, it explains why airlines try and recover as much as they can from the passenger at fault. It's an extra. Oh, for sure. That If they did that diversion – an A330 burns an extra 10 tonnes of fuel. Fuck, that's a lot, isn't it? That is an awful lot. They, um, they, should, they should waterboard the offender in the fuel, like a, a big tub of airline, like jet, jet fuel. Avgas, bang. <laughs> Bit of avgas. Yeah, it's going in that. What do you think now, mate? 10 tonnes of that. Drink it. You're not leaving here till you drink all of that. I just love the idea because, you know, dinosaur bones, that's the, that's the fuel eventually. I just love the idea that there's fucking brontosauruses and shit getting around millions of years ago. Little did they know. 
they fought wars for us. <laughs> the, the, structure, the structure keeping them upright will be yep. used <laughs> just, just to get a fucking piss dickhead to ah, stop halfway yeah. through his flight. Oh, Good stuff. It. It's good stuff, mate. Why do uh, we even we- bother? We're all getting in the ground anyway. Pretty much. Two more uh, things in the intro. Oh, yeah. couple of, or three more, sorry. I think we found the best greyhound name. Oh, yes. Yep. Thanks to everyone on Patreon and uh, Instagram sending them through. We've had some fucking classics. Wall-to-wall classics have been sent through. We've got to get a list over to Aaron and uh, try to, you know, try to get it done. Next few months would be nice. One of the most puppies. recent ones uh, that caught my eye were Deddy Bones, which I really like. Deddy Bones. Yeah, it's pretty Deddy good. Bones. But the one to me that has stood out so far, and again, thanks for sending them all in. It's very, it's very inside, inside baseball. Yeah. But this is from Brody, and he said, hey, boys, this is the whole message. Hey, boys, Greyhound name, Greyhound with a J. <laughs> oh. It'd have to be with a. It'd have to be one word because you can't have more than three no, words, can he's, you? he's just got it all one word. Greyhound with oh, a J. Okay. One word. Greyhound with a J. Nice. Greyhound with a J. <laughs> Fucking hell. J-hound. Oh. J- <laughs> Fucking buckle. <laughs> and mate, we've uh, we've spoken about this a fair bit. Um, I want to do a land larrikins, but I don't think he's ready yet on Conor McGregor. Oh, yeah. He's not done. Con- Conor McGregor's not done. He's yet to prop. It, it looks like he's pretty much retired, but he still well, has a formative years and then just wait till he's dead and do a part two. Fine. You reckon that's the that's the best move? Yeah, he's done enough to fill fill an hour of airtime. Because I, I don't know if you saw this, Heggy. The uh he was on court for the Miami Heat Denver Nuggets NBA finals game. What do you mean? He's playing. It's too short. Uh, half court during a timeout, uh game four, and he was on there. The Miami Heat have revealed their partnership with Conor McGregor and his pain relief spray. Oh, for fuck's sake. Called Tidal Sport. And for a little bit of fun. Well, he's a chemist now. He's developed a spray. <laughs> he's, got a, he's got a spray. Brilliant. I reckon he's been using something that would numb parts of your body. I don't think it's fucking Tidal Sport. I'll tell you what. Yeah. Yeah. But McGregor, McGregor decided to play around a bit with the mascot. This is what happened. <laughs> So the the mascot Miami Heat mascot Bernie comes out, sort of fronts up to McGregor, and they're playing around. And McGregor hits him, drops the mascot, and then follows up with another shot, and then sprays the title on him as they're dragging the mascot away. Yeah, but he um he <laughs> he actually fucked the bloke up in the mascot. <laughs> oh, he, he pepper sprayed his eyes or something. No, 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 just spray. properly properly punched him. Oh, okay, great. Hit hit him in the side of the head. Yeah, people think yeah. if you're in a mascot suit, you can just take hits like you, you know, it's a full full suit of armor or something. Just feathers and shit. With kids kicking your shins and whacking into the balls and stuff. So he, he's injured him, has he? Left hand shot dropped him. Then he got down with a follow up, and he's wearing an all red Gucci tracksuit. Um, of course. And of course, the announcer as they're dragging him away. Oh mercy, Bernie! You're going to need some title yourself, baby. Not knowing that their mates just KO'd inside a. Uh, Inside Bernie's mascot suit. Brilliant. This sounds like a cash money outcome for the oh, mascot. Absolutely. Straight up. In America, fucking hell. Yes. I would have taken oh, yeah. any padding. If I knew McGregor was going to be on court, I would have taken any padding out. Oh, yeah. I would have just painted my head to look like Bernie. The Bernie head. <laughs> I would just have punched my me. own head in before getting in the mascot suit. <laughs> just so you got something to show for it in case he doesn't connect. Cash. <laughs> Cash. Absolute, absolute win there for Bernie. Um, mate, before we get into the app again, thanks for all the messages coming in. Uh, we got a few uh, a few from uh, some AA members, Heggy, breaking the second A. Oh, okay. This doesn't make any sense, but go on. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, just letting us know because we asked, the other week, if it was a bit of a bit of a 
cash grab down there at Alcoholics Anonymous. Yeah. Where they, is did the they grab their names out before they sent you the messages or they just came straight through? I could see the full name. Ooh. Unless they're fake names. Yep. This bloke, Barney Rubble, he looks legit. Yeah. Um, the, he said they pass around a hat. Yeah, to cover the coffee and stuff. Yeah, coffee, tea and the room, the room hire. I mean, I was vaguely aware of that. I was just being a prick, but okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Good to Someone's know. Someone's making money somewhere. I can tell. Someone's making money. <laughs> you can't tell me that all those chapters of AA, there's not someone ripping off. Someone's got a venue. Someone's got a tax break because they're, you know, they're running nefarious businesses. But again, you know, it's just an AA thing for five minutes a week. Or have a, don't correct me how long the fucking meetings are. Hour a week we use this so it's a charity. So I get tax-free status on my building where I'm doing some dodgy shit. There's someone, someone's making money somewhere, I can tell. And you're, just, you're, you know, sure, you're sure of this? I'm positive of this. If the people in AA that sent us a message, let us know if halfway through is there like a timeshare pitch or something. Yeah. Is there a, is there a gift card? Walking around there? with a fucking armful of Tupperware or something. They don't even know. <laughs> so they're getting you somehow. Are they selling heaps? Of, are they selling heaps normals for cash out of an esky? Something. <laughs> Is there cash There's a fucking anywhere? MY easel in there. I don't know. There's something going on. <laughs> All yeah. right. Should we get into Let's the roll, mate. Yep. Let's do it. Woo! All right, mate. This week we're looking at Eva. Oh. Air flight. Remember Eva? Yeah. I would have said Eva, but I think it's Eva. Taiwanese? Taiwanese, yeah. Yeah. Uh, February 16, 2000. Uh, Los Angeles to Taipei. A, uh, while we're down here, there's a notable death from February 2000, and it wasn't just someone who was crook from Y2K and succumbed. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't the computer, the family computer. No, no, it wasn't. The, uh, <laughs> it's um, 29-year-old Port- Puerto Rican-American Christopher Lee Rios. You probably know this oh. guy, better known as the rapper Big Pun. Oh, Big pun. Not as in the jokes that you ply your trade in 100% of the time <laughs> on stage. It's short for Big Punisher. Of course. Uh, he had the first ever solo hip-hop album by a Latino artist to go platinum. Um, he's considered slept on in the hip-hop community. Again, an easily misconstrued term. Um, <laughs> it just means he's not recognised and yeah. his career was due to explode before his unexpected death at the age of 28 uh, due to complications with being overweight. How much do you reckon he weighed time of death? A fuck. It, 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 he was big, he was big in, in America. Like in rap videos, he was big yeah. compared to some big units. Yeah. Oh, from one, 140? I've got it in kilos, not pounds. 140 kegs? No. But I like the cutty jib. Hold on. 140 kilos. You said you've got it in kilos or do you have it in pounds? Yeah, I've got it in kilos. I don't have it in pounds. Oh. Yeah. Well, I said 140 kilos. No. 317 oh. kilograms. Sweet Lord. Doesn't sound that complicated to me. Um, all right, all right, all right. Now, a- that, is, that is a big pun. Uh, there is now Big Pun Plaza in the Bronx. Named Get after out. him in 2021. No, just to not. keep the misunderstandings <laughs> flying along. It's an intersection, not the sort of plaza I was, oh. I've never been aware of. Yeah, never like that. I, was, I thought plaza was a shopping centre. Fucking oath. What one, are they doing to us? story. It's a, plaza's just a fucking little intersection where people can skate and shit, I think. <laughs> anyway, Ever Airlines. Uh, they had a plane. Actually, they had a plane in July 2014 in the same vicinity as a Malaysian Airlines Flight 17, which was shot down in the Ukraine. That would have put Ever on the map. Yeah. They were right there. And uh, those pesky Ukrainians shot down the Malaysian one, not Ever. Uh, every, everybody knew about it, Malaysian Airlines already that year. They could have, you know, could have spread the love around a little. They did have a rough year. 
Mm. Good year if you're a fan of air crash investigations. I've said it before. Oh, it's fantastic. called Silver Linings. But still going on about that, aren't they? Yeah, um, there's my Asian Airlines specials. People still are hesitant to fly with them. Yeah. It was a fair while back. Like 2013, no? Well, I mean, three times a charm. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't have that year after the second one, probably. Uh, our hero today is none other than Ronald Chang. Chung. Ronnie. Oh. Ronald Chang. I thought it was our mate, Ronnie Chang, who keeps offering Your you mate. $50,000 for a fight. <laughs> MMA rules. He's, a, he's an angry little fella, isn't he? Ronnie. I just let it go. Yeah. It's a ticky thing. I just let it fly. But um, <laughs> uh, 27-year-old Hong Kong singer and actor. I've never got to tell Ronnie this, but I, I think he, he'd put the cash up and he wouldn't realise that some Hollywood, uh, some Hollywood jiu-jitsu lessons stands no chance against almost five decades of rage and parenting <laughs> two children and being a tradie. You would and fucking fight, kill it. It'd, it'd, it'd be. <laughs> Three hours of Wing Chun, not enough, is it? Um, <laughs> this Ronald, this Ronald Chang, he's a Hong Kong singer and actor. They really are triple threats over there, aren't they? You won't meet a lot of actors out of Asia who can't sing, dance, model, etc. They're the fucking Swiss Army knives of world entertainment. That mob. Um, Chang. He's into Canto Pop, not to be confused with HK Pop, although I can confuse them easily and it's not through racism. Um, To me, I listen to a bit of each of these and (laughs) don't know. I'm not not trained to, you know, to recognise the subtle differences between. Music I don't really like falls into the category of, well, that could be fucking anything. It's... (laughs) Not dissimilar to black metal versus death metal. One shrieks, one growls. I don't care much for it. No offense to those who do. You fucking angry little weirdos. Um, my, my favorite type of music that I never understand how anyone differentiates between the artists is the, those sort of nightclub sort of oh. dance things with just miscellaneous uh, mid-20s female voice singing. Put through a machine usually. I'm like, I don't know who that is and I don't think they'd know. Could be yeah, anyone. You see the videos and you go, fuck, they're different people. But yeah, it sounds exactly the same. Oh, could still be Shania Twain. Who knows? It's all just that repeated. Uh, I mean, age-wise, I'm not that far off. Is that thing broken <laughs> when people play music? You know, just go, what the fuck is this? And, and we did used to think that of our parents, like, oh, yeah, funny duddies, this is brilliant music. But, I mean, the the past 20-odd years has been that to the power of fucking 200, I reckon, in terms of running our voices through those machines and yeah. just gymnasium music and just bullshit. It's pretty bad. Uh, anyway, Cheng is the son of a senior executive at Universal Music. Oh. So there you go. How would you feel about any of your kids following in your footsteps and becoming a prominent media personality? Mate, I've, I've told my children to never even touch a microphone. Yeah. Mind, I don't let them near this one. I've, you touch I've got that. Them, it's in their heads real early. Do an actual job, please, mate. Yeah. I've, I've put microphones in, in um, like when they're really little, in situations where they're stressed or, you know, going to be um, – <laughs> See how you just shit your pants? There's a microphone near there. Just put a, you know, see how that other kid just bashed you? There's a microphone on that slippery dick. <laughs> just that sort of thing. And they, you know, through trauma, they'll never touch one. They, yeah, they start drowning at the local pool from a microphone. Yeah. They're still drowning. <laughs> All right. Get a lifeguard in to help out. Pretend you're trying to help them. Just whack them with the <laughs> microphone stand and the mic on the end. Go, grab this, grab this. <laughs> oh. Hey, you say uh, prominent media personality. You've been on multiple panel shows and the ABC <laughs> on various programs a lot this year. It's all fucking uh, Luke T. Payer, Heggy. Yeah. Well, got to pay the man. Um, I don't know. I, I, I reckon you've been on way more panels than me if we had to count them. I've been on a couple. I've been a guest on. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? 
helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. On that project twice, you work for them. Work for them is a stretch. You're on the fucking payroll. The payroll? Fuck, that'd be nice. You've had to cancel this to go and work for them. Cancel what? Just a few weeks ago. Like, oh, sorry, I can't do the podcast today. I've got to go and work for the project. Mate, well, I'm fucking shattered because Conor McGregor's on this week. Yeah. No, on on Wednesday as well. Oh, I was so pumped. Everyone's already bagged it. Mate, it's gone. Taunton would be all over that, wouldn't he? He's not fucking taking a day off for that. Yeah. Nah, bullshit. They'll bring me in. The Cody curse, by the way, if, if I'm on the project, keep your loved ones close because something bad's happening that day. It's fucking Russia, Ukraine. It's a bus crash. It's a fucking, it's everything. Oh, yeah. Then you're going to make light of something straight after. You're talking about bicarbonate soda and lemon to get stains out of your fucking clothing. <laughs> you the think news. I'm Myra? Am I selling yeah. new versions of fucking vacuum cleaners on there? <laughs> Guys, you know how making toasties is hard? Well, not anymore. <laughs> I'm Danos. I'm fucking Danos Cody. Is Danos a person? Like, is there a, someone Danos? It's got to be. Danos? Oh, no. <laughs> I Dan- do have to in, check. Danos direct. There must be like John Danos or something. Uh, I'm guessing Tony, but, you know, it's got to be someone. <laughs> anyway, uh, Ronald, while you're looking for Danos, Ronald was sitting in first class. And uh, as soon as his flight took off, he started heavily drinking whiskey and champagne. Grape in the grain, Ronald. Classic. Uh, mythical situation based on a rhyme. We've covered that before, haven't we? A bit like the misinformation. I can see how he gets himself in that sort of trouble because I've, I've been bumped up before. Yeah. And you go, fuck yeah, there's whiskey up front. And then you have some and then you think, shit, I'm up the front. I should have champagne and it's a yeah. slippery slope. Yeah, it's like rappers and cognac. Right, it's available. Don't even like the stuff. I'm having it anyway. Uh, misinformation is far more effectively packaged when it's a bite-sized poem, isn't it? It's like if the glove don't fit. Remember, what was it? Uh, beer and the wine, you'll be fine. Wine and the beer, you'll feel queer. Something along those lines. Oh, no, no, we've spoken about this before. I know. Um, it's all bullshit. I thought it's, There's no science. Yeah. Wine and beer, you're in the clear. Beer and wine, you'll hurt in time. Oh, Okay. I thought there was the word queer yeah. in there somewhere. Mate, that's just um, any Queensland sentence, I reckon, from pre-2008. <laughs> Ronald then went to the toilet and spent 20 minutes in there. That's too long. <laughs> uh, he was having a smoke, which set off the fire alarm, and also, in quotes, made him wacko, as the pilot later oh, stated. I like it. Wacko jacko. Wacko. Uh, he emerged from the toilet completely intoxicated, very altered, and yelling for more whiskey. I like it. He's picked a side. Oh, he's got to go. He's gone team whiskey. Yeah, that's just catching him up. Do you reckon, do they give you a little bottle still, or they pour them up there? No, they, put, like they, they pour, pour out of a big bottle, or you get yeah. a little one? No, I pour them. Pouring it out of a big guy. I think a little one, I've seen those like just American, uh, yeah, American flights. You can get a little little bottle. I'll give you a little bottle and a little mixer. Between the fingers, those little miniatures. Yeah, yeah, mm. they're the ones. I saw a mate of mine in Brisbane once in the city on like a Sunday morning and he and his <laughs> wife had stayed, stayed out at a hotel the previous night. Jesus. He's frantically looking for, a, looking for a bottle shop open so he could buy the miniatures because <laughs> he drank the mini bar dry because <laughs> I'm not fucking, not paying 12 bucks for a, no, so he's trying to find miniatures. You buy them for about three or four bucks. Pop, mate. On a yeah, on a hotel strip, you'd almost open a, a bottle shop and just mainly stock those minis. Oh yeah, yeah, heinous. I've do, I've done that run. Yeah, open seven a.m. Sunday, a bottle shop. Get a special license. Yeah, I've done the run for the. Let's look for the fuck. Why don't I drink this shit bottle of red? Yeah, I've got to Make find a really an strong eight. tea to fill up the cokes. That sort of thing. <laughs> 
Yellowtail is not worth $60. <laughs> I've got to find a BWS Quick Sticks. Yeah. Is Yellowtail the, is that the um, yellow? What's it called? Like the no, yellow. No, not yellow and pink. Yellow um, Glen. Yeah, is that, is that where it's from? I think it's Yellow Glen. The, they started making wines. It's terrible stuff. Yenda. It's from Yenda. Uh, righto. Anyway, Ronnie. In, in the States, it's at yeah. bottle shops. Like, whoa, look, do you, you want to try an Australian red? That's oh, embarrassing, isn't it? Uh, no. No, I'll get a Foster's instead. <laughs> Flagship beer from Australia. Yuck. Uh, sat down in his seat, Ronnie. Blacked out for a while. That's the spirit. How many, how many hours into the flight do you reckon uh, he woke up and started singing and shouting obscenities? Well, it's not happened for a long time, so we're due. Would it happen to be three? Oh, yes. Three, oh, it's the magic number. Yeah, it is. It's the magic number. Somewhere in that ancient mystic trinity, you'll get three. It's the magic number. Yes. So he's woken up and then kicked off. Yeah. Uh, he's, putting, he's putting his hands on a fellow passenger's body while singing. It's the age-old question, though. And how else are you supposed to hit the high notes if you're not molesting someone at the same time? We all know that. These born-to-entertain types, they just assume everyone else is into it. Like when oh, those yeah. fucking people start doing choruses and shit on a plane. Go, nah. Oh, mate. In Melbourne, Melbourne CBD, they had a couple of, a couple of groups of them. In the uh, at some train stations last week, not not Harry Krishna's. That people doing no, no, musical no. shit. No, you flash mob types. Oh, and I was, yeah. we we're talking about it on radio, and I was saying how much I'd fucking hate it. And Fee and yeah. Fev said, "No, it sounds great," but no. that's because neither of them have ever worked an office job in the city. Yeah. And if you're coming in from the outer suburbs, fifty minutes on a packed train, then there's some drama school cunts at the top of the escalator. Yeah, I'd just start punching for sure. You want the escalator to. Like somehow speed that escalator up and come off the thing quickly. <laughs> Take a few out with some coat hangering. It's appalling. It's not, it's not bringing joy. Nah, no. Do it in kindergarten or a hospital or something if you want. Not at the top of my escalator. I also hate time. that they're overly joyous, those groups, oh. when they're singing. Like, isn't it? And I think the sign of a true idiot is people having a bad day, then they see that and they go, isn't that fun? Yeah, but no, you're not dunce. this guy. Although having said that, I quite like buskers, like just yeah, single, different. you know, out on your own. I feel the, way, it's the same way about cyclists, really, on your own, whatever. Big groups, not having it. Yeah. Uh, Ronald has asked a flight attendant for more whiskey, which she refused. So he did the only thing at his disposal there. He's pulled her hair and forced her to the ground. Oh, geez, classic, Ronald. Classic sibling trick, that. You know, you can lead a brother around by the hair if you do it with just the right <laughs> amount of pressure. In my experience, I bet Ronald has older sisters. Like I mm. didn't find it, but I reckon he'd have older sisters for sure. Then he put her in a headlock. So he's Ronald. Definitely got sisters. You don't. If you haven't got sisters, you wouldn't put a woman in. Well, you shouldn't anyway. But like that's that's kid stuff where you're just putting people in headlocks and shit. Her screams sent First Officer Meng Lung Chow rushing to her aid. Uh, Ronald let her go, but then grabbed Meng by the throat, which caused him to scream for help as well. <laughs> oh, no. You see how this is going. Just move you up the ranks by assaulting <laughs> the necks of everyone you come across until you're the king of everything. <laughs> the pilot, the boss. Well, So hold on. He's it. choking her and he's yelled for help. No, no, no. He choked. Oh. He headlocked the first one. Sorry. The second one was a bloke. He choked him. Choked him. And, and he was and yelling for help. Oh, great. Sorry, I thought uh, you said Ronald started choking the guy and yelled for help. Oh, hoping other passengers would go, Carl, yeah. get your hand to choke her. <laughs> the flight attendants have been bashing me. <laughs> uh, Captain John Irving, not to be confused with author and screenwriter John Irving, had to call the resting crew to fly the plane in their underwear while he went wow. to sort out Ronald. Nothing else gets said about that. I assume it was deadheaders on their way somewhere else or home in their seats with that little curtain around them. 
no, no, no. Those, those big, the, the really long flights, they've got, um, they've got another crew having to sleep up in the in the bunks above, sort of above the cabin. Yeah. What you're stripping down to your whites and getting comfortable? Yeah. Keep your fucking trousers on. Don't have enough time. What? When there's an emergency, you got time to get your fucking clothes on. It's it's like a soldier's sleeping nude in the trenches. I don't think oh, so. Yeah. Yeah. A slightly different scenario. Keep Normally your fucking pretty... shoes on. Keep your trousers on. You still sleep. Nah, nah you just wouldn't be as comfortable. I'd, I'd prefer the pilots resting properly. Of course you wouldn't be as comfortable. You're fucking working, aren't you? But also send the pilots who have been asleep in their jocks out into the fight. Start fighting straight up in their undies. Yeah. That is might that's have quite a... intimidating. Yeah. Might have a fucking accidental morning boner. That coming down. Oh, <laughs> fucking bronze up as well. Do whatever. <laughs> that would freeze everyone. A couple of pilots with stiffies getting down there yeah, in their yeah. jocks. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> All right. <laughs> They're not mucking about. You're an over air. <laughs> Captain Irving got to Ronald and rendered him unconscious. How? Just straight out, pilot, unconscious. How did he do it? <laughs> Hold on. Sorry, Ronald. Knocked out the pilot. No, the pilot knocked him out. Oh, Cold. just fuck! I'm going to hit him. Hit him with something. Hit him with an axe. Hit him with a bat. Something in the something in the cockpit. Yeah, it's a torch. Oh, I- <laughs> That's would be one of those big maglite 4D battery style. Uh, whacked him with a torch, giving him a massive cut to the head, which was bleeding profusely. This is how it should be, really. Ironically, lights out for Ronald. Oh, yeah. There you go. There's a bit of that pun humor you mentioned. <laughs> be good if he, like, turned the torch on in his face, temporarily blinded him, just turn it around and whack with the other end. <laughs> uh, the cap- That's how it should be, though, shouldn't it? Like, the captain should not be not only the most proficient pilot on board, but also the best at fighting. That'd be... Yeah. Or the, just the dirtiest fighter or something. Well, I think if, if you're a newish listener to the pod and you haven't heard uh, all of the back catalogue, which is understandable, 170 eps, but I forget which episode it is. I think it's early hundreds. Uh, there's one about a FedEx flight that is, I think, the best sky punch on. That's the most violent fight I've ever fucking e- Easily. Seen. Easily the most violent. Go and check that. On a plane or otherwise, probably. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, a, uh, a doctor on board tended to Ronald's wound while the crew members handcuffed him. Um, Little cut man. I like it. uh, Is there a doctor on board? Take your time. Bit of a turd, this bloke. Pause the Hippocratic Oath for a minute. Ronald can bleed for a bit. Who fucking cares? What do you reckon cut men are sitting there with Vaseline? Yeah. Is is it Vaseline they put the cut men put on your eyes and stuff? Yeah. That stop it. Uh, The pilot. I am amazed, and I know they are professional fighters, but I'm amazed that in all the fights ever, Someone hasn't been getting Vaseline in and gone, oh, fuck, oh, like a musting. Or are you so pumped up with adrenaline? Vaseline You don't feel it just packing your head. It's not. No, but wouldn't, surely pushing that, just packing it into the wound, you'd go, ah, fuck, leave it alone, mate. No, nah, I don't think they think like that. It's not fucking vapor rub. It's Vaseline. Yeah. <laughs> don't want to get that wrong. Oh, fuck, he's grabbed the deep heat. Uh, the pilot said, John Irving said that he behaved himself for the rest of the flight and kept falling in and out of consciousness. <laughs> Even with that, the flight was diverted to Anchorage, Alaska, where Ronald found himself no longer a free man. Status arrested. By the way, saying he's behaved himself, that's that's like don't bother my friend he's dead tired oh, yeah. in commando. Yeah. <laughs> behaved himself is such a funny so, no, he got knocked out with a massive fucking torch. Yeah. It's not by choice. Oh, same as kids. They behave themselves the best when they're asleep, really. Uh, <laughs> Ronald's blood alcohol level was... Oh, can I... Please let me have a guess. Yep. To do... The, I'm, I'm going to say high twos. I'm going to go like a point two six five. Oh, I like the cut of your jib. It's point three. Oh. And he vowed never to drink again after the incident. Shut up. Without like without committing a crime, how do you find out how high you've been in the ABV stakes? What were you on your bike? No, you can you can get a little handheld one. Are they fairly accurate? Yeah, because there's um 
we've got a mate, Claire, whose husband works on, I think, Sydney Rail or something, and they have to, they've got to blow zeros. Ah. So if any guys go to the pub, they bring them to the pub yep. and then check. I was at last year when I was in Newcastle for the comedy festival, went out with Milos and uh, Cam Duggan yep. and crew. And uh, we all, he had, I think, I think Milos had one or his mate had one. Okay. And Duggan blew a fucking 0.26 or something. It was pretty high. Yeah. It was right. maggot. Okay. So they're pretty accurate now, are they? Because they used to have them at yeah. the pub, like next to the condom machine or something. It'd be like a breathalyzer. Yeah. With bullshit, I heard. The little, the little red straw. Yeah. Yeah. It's bullshit. You try and get the high score. <laughs> I mean, if it wasn't just all about cash, you should be one on your car, really. Like, why is, why is that not a thing? Well, that probably promotes running the risk of drink driving. Or do you just think every car? Every car. Or just, just have Well, a- I think you get, you get them court ordered. I've had a few mates with those. What do you mean? Who've got one? Yeah. Haven't you ever been in a car? What? No, haven't you ever been? I forget they're called something lock. Um, what? It's a new steering wheel. There's just a permanent breathalyzer sitting there. Yeah. Alcohol lock for car. Fuck, what's it called? Have I Interlock. been in one? No, I haven't. No, so I've, I've had a few mates that have, have been busted drink driving. It's called an interlock. So as they're driving, this thing will beep. They have to pull over, breathe into it, oh, and then they can drive again. Oh, just randomly from time to time. Yeah. Because you can yeah. change a bit, can't you? If you blows, you know, under as you get in the car, you can be over 10 minutes later, can't you? Yeah, but they have to be, they have to be zero. Ah, okay. Gotcha. Can yeah. the passengers just lean over and blow in? No. <laughs> Man, oh. any of my mates that have had that in their car, the, if we're passengers in that car, it's because we're maggot. Yeah. We've just got a mate who can drive us around for free for six months. Absolutely. Whatever. What a result. It's like having a kid. Although learners can't drive drunk parents, can they? There's something along those lines. No. That sucks. I, I still remember my dad, Jeff with a G, thank you very much, mm. stitching me up one night on the way back from a, the pub I was working at. I was driving home on my L's and uh, we got pulled over by cops and dad went, shit, fuck, oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. I had a few beers before I came and picked you up. I should be right, fuck. And I'm like, dad, you've got to be zero. I'm going to be fucked. You're gonna, I'm going to lose. Oh, fuck, fuck. I'm losing my mind. I blow zero. He blows zero. And we start driving off and he's like, tricked your fuckhead. You're like, oh. <laughs> it just got me so stressed. <laughs> so stressed <laughs> When the um when the wallopers pulled you over on your push bike, what were you then? Do you get to know? Uh, I was point. What did I? Fuck! It was like point one nine eight. Okay, that's pretty. That's a lot. Yeah. But I, yeah, and I used to have the bit about it. I pulled myself over because yeah. they were just standing around. I was I was riding home like two a.m. on King Street, and they they let me bike tires down. Just left gold fingers. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's King Street, isn't it? Locking a pushy up outside a strip club is the grimmest. That is what a sad night. It's a beauty. Ronald Ronald said he took a sleeping pill before the flight, which may have reacted badly with the alcohol. Uh, How long have we known that? Said this before. I reckon he's saying again, just do do some work and get tired. Never had trouble sleeping myself. You won't need help. Yeah. Yeah. Wait till you're tired. You'll fall asleep. I haven't had better sleeps than the international flights I've got to take this year over to Edinburgh and over to the States. You're popping pills? No, nah, in economy, upright, sober, just sleeping. Of course. Just no one no one touching me. Yeah. I've been. No. Absolutely. My uh my almost two year old has gotten into a ha- into a habit over the last couple of weeks of just screaming at some point during the night, he'll just go, eight. Ite. And at the start, we're like, Ite? Fuck, he's Ite. And he leans over and turns the lamp on. That's a this light. could be 11 p.m., 3 a.m., 1 a.m. He'll turn the lamp on and then just sit there and say, book, book. Nice. You go, mate, fucking go to sleep. And if you turn the light off, Ite. He just wants a book and then he'll fall back asleep. Oh, my God. It's, but he, man, the volume starts at 120 decibels. That's, yeah. what, that's how you're woken up. Yeah. I hate. Whoa. So, man, sleeping upright in a chair, you beauty. 
Nine was, hours straight each way to the States. Yeah. Beautiful. I've been doing a lot of one-hour flights lately. I don't even remember taking off or landing. <laughs> Just straight to sleep. Oh, why? Get woken up. Yeah, it's good. Uh, Ronald was fined $2,500 and ordered to pay restitution to the airline. Tell you what, headlock a woman, throttle a bloke with your hands around his neck, <laughs> only succumb when you get whacked with a torch, get out of that with cash, fucking different time. Two years later, he would have been bashed, stacked on and jailed. Oh, this is t- he'd be dead. Yeah. Well, he, he would have gotten Mark Wahlberg'd about a year and a 100%. half after this. Marky Mark would be sitting on a talk show, chucking a spread, talking about it. Uh, where is he now? I'll tell you. In 2012, Ronald won Best Supporting Actor at the 49th Golden Horse Awards and the 32nd Hong Kong Film Awards for his role in the film Bulgaria. You want to know the plot line? They're shooting pornos in Bulgaria. Uh, it's not, no, nothing to do with Bulgaria. It's just, you know. On location. Uh, the plot line is here that Ronald is a triad head and keen movie investor with peculiar tastes, and his name's Tyrannosaurus. Tyrannosaurus <laughs> takes two guys who want to make a movie out to dinner with weird dishes. They refuse to eat them. So he says, instead of them eating worms and bullshit, whatever it is, uh, we can only make the movie if you have sex with a mule. So that's what we're looking at here. <laughs> Best actor. <laughs> Although, Hong Kong movie, that's an industry where quantity is far more important than the other one. Chang has excelled. Oh, yeah. Uh, What's it called? Vulgaria. Vulgaria, I yeah. I haven't watched it. I've just read watch. about it. <laughs> read the shorts. Ronald has appeared in over how how many films? Oh, well, just based on it. By the way, Vulgaria, it's a comedy Mm. It's got fifty-seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, that that's not terrible. Oh, oh really? Are they usually like three or something? Uh, no, but there's you know there's some fucking grim percentages you can see on there. It didn't make it to the Western world though. Like it's that's just there. I don't know. Maybe their tastes are the Hong Kong film industry. Like, all right, this is a brilliant. Beautiful. <laughs> How many films do you reckon he's been in throughout his career? Oh, mate. How old did you say yeah, it was? Twenty something. I be. He was twenty seven, twenty eight. Oh, yeah. He'd be four. He'd be nearly fifty by now. Oh, all right. I'll say seventy. Nah, sixty. Oh, um, ruined that there. One of which I honestly thought you were going to say one hundred and thirty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one of which is called Grey Met Shrek, which unfortunately is well, it's got nothing to do with the animated character Shrek. It's it's a oh. rom com. Where Ronald is a petty thief who meets a shoplifter. So, all good stuff. Oh. Uh, Ronald's secretly married singer and actress, aren't they all? Charlene Choi, his co star in the 2004 film Hidden Heroes. She was an android from the future sent to protect Cheng, who plays the part of an Sick. annoying cop. It's. Um, Love all this. It's just Hong Kong Terminator. Um, <laughs> Until she has to kill him because it's his time to die. The public yeah. <laughs> only found out that these two were married when they made a public announcement saying that they were getting a divorce. So I like that. Why would you go public with the divorce? Not the wedding. Back on Ronald's side. Yeah. It's a bit of got you, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Ronald, yeah, they did that so that he could marry a cable TV hostess named Sammy Uziman. And they have two kids together. Turn life around. Although... This is a bit of a step back. Uh, he's um, in 2004, only mm. four years after Y2K and the incident on Ever Airlines, <laughs> Cheng tried to purchase a Mercedes-Benz station wagon. Somehow, he's managed to put a deposit down on the wrong vehicle. Oh. So Cheng took revenge by filing a lawsuit against a car dealer, Eddie Wong Pak Wing, for 160000 Hong Kong dollars, 30000 AUD. Uh, his attempt to sue and his lawsuit ultimately failed to the extent he had to pay costs. And I reckon here, the judge caught wind of Ronald's past form and did an OJ on him. <laughs> Slurp a big gulp while administering the maximum punishment, Judge Glass style. Yeah, you can, we'll let you get away with murder, 
but you're going to steal your own memorabilia back from a Las Vegas hotel room. Yeah. Gotcha. 30 years. <laughs> uh, Ronald remains off the piss, at least publicly. He's a, uh, and like, Good like every actor who's not really A-list, they, he's a director now because you get aged out, don't you? He's a director and an actor. I dare say he writes films too. Triple threat on the other side of the camera is Ronald. But he's turned his life around and that's what we love here at MFB oh, HQ. We're all about it. It, it can, be, can be redemption stories. He, he paid his fine, did no time. Yeah. But uh, he paid the fine. He's bloody good family man now off the oh. piss. Good work, love Ronald Cheng. Good on you, Ronald Cheng. Love it. Hey, by the way, you mentioned OJ Simpson before. Did you see Schwarzenegger came out last week and said they wanted OJ Simpson as as the Terminator? Oh, really? Brilliant. Yeah. Um, and the quote from the movie studio, fuck, it made me laugh a lot. James Cameron revealed. Uh, Was Terminator before Naked Guns? Uh, yeah, Terminate. Terminate. I think the first Terminator was 84. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, mate, yeah. Schwarzenegger joked that James Cameron felt that O.J. Simpson was not as believable for a killing machine. <laughs> Man, his acting, his acting chops are terrible. I mean, not that Arnie's. Makes you think, doesn't it? Trodden the planks. Yeah. But O.J. O.J.? Even worse, I reckon. Real wood. I don't know. I'll have to go back. I'll have to go back and watch some OJ yeah. films. Watch his golf swing. That'll give you a fair idea of what he's like as an actor. Unbelievable. <laughs> what? No good? Oh, Unco. It'd be like me trying to really? play golf. Yeah. Unbelievable. Really good. Oh. Copper squiz on that uh, five-part special. I, that's You know what? I've made some bad assumptions there, not even based on the fact that he's an athlete. I just figure anyone – Spending that much time playing golf, and you see photos of them, and they've got the kit, and the, yeah. you just think they're good at it. Nah. Funnily enough, they sell those stupid pants to anyone. <laughs> I could go and buy a set of clubs today if I wanted. <laughs> Put a deposit down, a really expensive one. Still shit. Who cares? Yuck. Mate, we should team up with Liv. The Saudis, they're chucking money around for a bloody Land Larrikin's golf day. <laughs> oh, man, they're, they're teaming up with everyone from what I can see. All that scorched earth shit, that's over. No, there's cash to be made. Let's team up. Monopolize golf again. You'd be flat. Yeah. Rory McElroy knocked back 300 mil. Tiger Woods apparently knocked back 1.2 billion mm. from LIV <laughs> because the PGA said you'll never play with us again. You won't be able to. And then 18 months later, ah, fuck, whatever. Yeah. Cash Brilliant. is king. Always is. Hey, before we, uh, before we wrap up this episode, thanks everyone for listening. Um, live shows coming up. Brisbane next month is sold out. We're in Townsville the next day, July 15th, uh, Saturday, July 15th for the Grapes of Mirth. Yep. Um, but I forgot to ask you in the intro, Heggy. Yeah. Every week, if we're down the line from one another, you've got a Zoom background with a grim past. This looks like this is a palatial mansion. Yeah. Sprawling grounds. Oh. Beautiful. Now, if I was to hazard a guess, we've lost two of your favorite people this week. Yes. And this does not look like Kaczynski's shack. Already featured that. Yeah. This has a bit more bunga bunga party vibes to it's it. It's bunga bunga under there, mate. This is a Sardinian sprawling mansion. We already mentioned uh, Silvio earlier on, but um, just tribute to the great man himself, cruise ship crooner, uh, Silvio Berlusconi. <laughs> Rest in peace, buddy. Property developer, had this, prime minister. Had there's a bunga bunga dungeon up in heaven where you are, dirty fuck. By the, <laughs> that may be the best. Uh, what was it? Cruise ship crooner, real estate developer, billionaire media mogul, prime minister. <laughs> wow. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see you next week. See you, mate. All right. Thanks for tuning in to Midair Brawl. This is our very first episode. Heggy, you're already shaking your head. It's mid-flight brawl, dickhead. Oh, fucking hell. Okay, ready to go. The clap. Hang on, sorry, I fucked it. Clap. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.